What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by a full contingent of co-hosts today. Micah. Hey. Terrence. What's up? And Carrie. Hey. So we are uh, we're going to try a new format. <laughs> and you guys are going to have to let us know if you like it. Uh, we're each going to bring a topic to the show uh, that we will discuss uh, at length. It could be current event related. It, it might not be. Uh, we'll see. Um, but we'll first start as we usually do uh, with Carrie telling us more about. All, I guess you're almost done Kingdom Hearts one. Yeah, so you know? I'm at like I finished beating. I beat Maleficent. I beat the Maleficent Dragon, and then I beat the one-on-one duel with Riku. And now I'm back at Hollow Bastion for like round two. Um, I am really enjoying it quite a bit. Um, as I mentioned the last time I was here, um, I played the first one sort of when it came out, but that's 17 years ago. So there was a lot of stuff that I had forgotten about. And um, that one-on-one fight with Riku and Hollow Bastion can kick rocks. That fight sucks ass. Like That was me throwing myself at a wall for like 45 minutes before I finally fucking beat him. I just kept getting my ass kicked. Wasn't you on Twitter that was lamenting the fact that every boss fight in Kingdom Hearts is either ridiculously easy or like controller breakingly hard? Yeah, that's sort of it. Is like there's no that's my big gripe with sort of the gameplay in Kingdom Hearts is that there's no real difficulty scaling. Things are either extremely cakewalk easy or extremely controller breaking difficult. Like so what you're telling me is that it's a Japanese role-playing game yeah you know (laughs) incredible and i think what gets me is the fact that like okay cool like some of the early bosses um notably like cerberus really really hard right off the bat and that's like the second or third like real boss you face but like even at the end there are still like at the end i sort of expect difficult boss battles but like captain hook is the last disney boss that you face and he's super fucking easy. <laughs> and I was like, cool, I guess like I'm leveled enough to go into Hollow Bastion. Then I fight the Maleficent Dragon and I just get fucking wailed on for 15 minutes. And I'm like, fuck me, I guess. Like, <laughs> thought I was ready, but I'm not. Um, and I'm playing on like normal mode. So, I mean, it's it's a fun game. It's definitely a 2002 RPG. Um, for what it's worth, I'm having a good time. My plans after this are to watch all of the cutscenes from um, the HD version of Chain of Memories and then play through two because um, I'm not playing Chain of Memories again. You know, fuck that game. <laughs> Do you... Um, I can't remember if there was a Hades fight in that, in the first one. No, there's... He's just, he's just kind of hanging around being a, being James Woods. Yeah, and like, it is James being Woods. I dick. mean, they they keep... I think, like, all of the Disney vo- voice actors have, like, right of first refusal when it comes to these roles and whatnot, and James Woods sucks as a person, but... <laughs> But he's Hades, um, and I guess he really likes being Hades. So I, I think it's the most accurate portrayal of a devil besides Al Pacino. <laughs> you ain't I've wrong, ever seen man. In my life, yeah. And this was before Twitter. <laughs> mm. So, so yeah, I know there's like the tournaments. I haven't done all the tournaments. I don't think you ever fight Hades one on one. But like, yeah, he sends dumb shit after you. So 
Jim Cummings is Winnie the Pooh? I'm sorry. I'm just looking at... He's uh, been the voice of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, I think. Yeah, he is Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. I never knew that. Fucking mm-hmm. Darkwing Duck. Nega Duck is Winnie yep. the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's one of the all-time... I say he's, like, one, he's one of those that guy voice actors. Yeah. yeah he does man. everything. So Yeah, he's done a ton of Disney voices over the years. Seven. I don't know who that is. I mean, you, if you're not into like voice actors, hard, hardcore, you yeah, yeah. You're, not, so. you're not gonna know Jim Cummings is, or like Fred Tascatore, or you know, right. anyone like that. So he's got so. a big forehead. Who Jim so Cummings? You... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> anyway. Oh my goodness. So. We're, uh, we'll talk about more of what we've been playing later on in the show because it's uh, what's the topic that I brought to the show this week. Oh, real oh. quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I played that Devil May Cry 5 demo. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's and? amazing. Okay, good. <laughs> like, it's how, how, is it, how is it any more amazing than DMC Remake or, or DMC 4? The mere fact that Nero has so many different, like, there's so many different options to dispatch your opponent. You know what I mean? Like, like if you play that game just by hitting triangle, 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 or triangle, 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 like, like you, you need to be thrown off a bridge because you are doing yourself a disservice. Why did you even buy that game? That game has so many different like layers upon layers of how to be, of how to be just how to be and look like a badass that, it, it is a crime if you just run through that game and try to style on people. It, it, your goal in every encounter should be to get triple S's. But that's the how game, Devil May Cry has always been. It is, but but yo, like, <laughs> like all there's of no even there's, no, there's no excuse this time. There's no excuse. But never mind. I mean, I've played all of them and even the terrible one and that's literally how they like once you beat it if you decide you want to press just triangle 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 nah, and then just stagger the buttons to get through it. That's fine. No, it's not fine. It's unacceptable. No, it's not. That's but, what I'm saying, <laughs> yo. Like like it's so easy a dullard like me can do it. That's <laughs> what I mean to say. Like you are into these games. Yes. You will suffer through Devil May Cry 2. To style on people. I will not. I will press triangle, triangle, triangle and get to the end and ride my motorcycle into hell. <laughs> yeah, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, man, this game is very, very fun. And I like uh, I like uh, the idea of Nero having interchangeable arms that can like that all do different things. And I mean, it's essentially the style system, but I, I don't know. I, I like it. I like it a lot. And does, I have a question. Does Devil Trigger play just constantly? Because I hope it does. Because that's well, all slaps. I can't. Uh, I can't really. The only time I get to play games now is when uh, the boy is asleep, <laughs> and I can't. Which is, which is often, by the way. Yeah. Right yeah. And and well, uh, uh, it de- it depends. <laughs> it depends. Um. And and I can't have the TV up too loud because it's like he's like a time bomb. You know what I mean? But instead of like a pressure sensor, it's an audio sensor. It's like it's like Mission Impossible. 
If I say too loud, he'll blow up. <laughs> so, Mike, Mike, a couple, couple pro tips. Dads out there can back me up. Uh, first, heads, headphones, ah, very helpful. Yeah. Um, especially like a wireless headset if you can get it that way. You don't have to worry about cords being being there. And uh, you, you have the cur- like the curvy like boppy pillow or whatever the fuck that thing is called, right? Yeah. So what you do is you sit on your couch, you prop your legs up on the ottoman, you put the boppy in your lap. Child okay. goes vertically in the middle of the boppy, uh-huh. and you're good to go. <laughs> you got your hands free. Excellent. You got the gaming in front of you. You Sounds know, I, I never thought to lay on the couch to do it. I'm sitting in the chair. Yeah, maybe on the, the couch, chair. you got the ottoman. You can put feet up so that that way you have a nice, nice, uh, nice stable base for the boppy to sit on. So yeah, it doesn't time, go anywhere. Every time I put the U pillow on, his big ass head just goes, whoa. <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, like I got to make sure he don't fall. But I don't want to drop my controller, and then I got to weigh. Oh, do I want to do? I drop the kid, or do I drop the controller? Like, yeah, like you absolutely, drop the kid. One that that method will work. Control. That method should work really well for you for about six months. It's a good. Like, so this is this is the time to get it in because once the crawling starts and the mobility starts, it becomes yeah. a lot more difficult. Yeah, it becomes a lot more difficult. So, but yeah, definitely cross is. Yeah, oh, definitely cross back, and it's amazing. And that was only one character. There's two other and characters. That was only one character. Yeah, yeah, man. <clears throat> I can't wait to use Dante. Yeah, just take that motorcycle and just start hit, take it apart and throw and swing it at people. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> just gonna take apart a motorcycle and hit people with it. Okay, why not? Yeah. I wonder if they are going to change his theme song because I know they released it and everyone was like, "This sucks." And then it came out that like the lead singer of that band is a fucking sex offender. So they yanked it from their, their site. So I wonder if they're going to replace it. I haven't heard anything about it, but what's devil trigger again. Devil trigger is Nero's theme. Oh, that's the music that plays when he gets into a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. You have <laughs> terrible taste. I think my taste. That song slaps, dude. Yeah, in the in you in the face. Because <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that song. Like it, it bothers me, but oh, well. that's fine. I enjoy and that's it. the thing, right? Like in any other game, I would hate all those characters. Dante <laughs> is a cornball prick. Nero is an asshole prick. I don't know who V is, but I'm sure he's a sullen prick. Yeah, he just seemed like a brooding, just emo prick. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like I can't deny like all the cool shit that they're doing. Like endears me to them. This game is going to be multiplayer, by the way. Did you know that? What? Yes. Like co-op? Co-op, yeah. Like online co-op. <laughs> I don't I don't know how it's going to work, but yes. It oh is. great. Now I could be <laughs> I could I could be embarrassed right in front of Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> you like you'll be in two different areas of the of the uh the map. Or of the world, I guess. Mike, Mike, it can get hard carried to triple S ranks. Yeah, <laughs> Terrence will be around surfing on his rocket arm, and I'll be fucking running around trying to pick <laughs> up. Yeah, let me like I'm going to look that up really quickly while you guys move on, and I'm going to interject. Uh, <laughs> well, fair enough. So there is uh, there's a couple games coming out this week uh, of note. Uh, first of all, and again, I don't truly believe it until. I see it now. I will tell you guys that I have seen physical copies of this game. So the game, at least the disc does exist now. It, it could be a blank CD 
that's in the box, I don't know. Um, but Crackdown 3 is allegedly coming out on Friday. Um, yo. Have you seen gameplay footage of that? Oh, game? I have. It does not look good. <laughs> it does Before not look you good. Even continue, no, we got to stop right quick. We have, <laughs> we have to talk about this for a second. That game has been in development for six years? Something like that. Something right. like that. That shit looks like a 360 game. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. Like, when I was, when I, was I was watching, the, like, I think it was GameSpot and yeah. they were like, let's play or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is this? I thought it was a I thought it was like I thought it was Crackdown One for a second, <laughs> and then they were like, "No, it's Capcom. It's, it's Crackdown Three, and I didn't see any destru- destructible environments or anything like that that they said they were going to have. They didn't like blow anything up, like building wise. I don't know if that happens later, but I feel like since the game has been in development for six years, and the reason why it hasn't been released is because they were still trying to figure out how to like destroy things." And not have the game slow down to a crawl. Well, first of all, you make it look like a 360 game, I guess. <laughs> but I didn't see any destructible anything in the demo. Terrence, the good news is you can play it for free. That's fine. I don't want to. <laughs> you don't even want well, to. You, you don't want to try. Like, look, yo. It, once, <laughs> look, I'm not a graphics whore. I'm not. I am not. But if a game is in development for six years, and the reasoning is because you were trying to get it, you were trying to get it just right, or whatever the fuck bullshit reason. They no, that's not the reason. The reason oh. is because they're probably poor developers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit was that shit was heartbreaking when I actually seen actual gameplay footage of a six year game. You want to know what else was in development for six years? <laughs> I think wasn't God of War in development for like six years. Or something? No, it couldn't have uh, even been that long. Yeah, I think it was, what was the other game. It was a game that that uh, the other people made the first person shooter guys. Um. Oh, like Horizon? Yeah, Horizon, Horizon, Horizon. That was in development for six years. Time, yeah. That game was in development for six years. And that game looks amazing. That world is huge. Crackdown? I don't know what the fuck is going on with that game. Well, we'll find out on Friday because uh, the game is going to get all off the board. <laughs> Five minutes. I, um, I'm telling you, you know, that shit looks p- piss poor. You know what I find is, is very, very funny. I watched that video that you posted of Crackdown. It's like mm-hmm. 20 minutes from GameSpot. Hmm. Why on earth do these journalists, are, are, why are they so afraid in a preview to say that a game looks like it's going to suck? Because they can't. Because they're, not, because, because they're not reviewing a final product, so they don't want to... No, that's the final product. <laughs> it comes out well, today. <laughs> Fuck out of here! That's no, that, I've heard people talk about that. Is they is there? They are they are loath to make sweeping declarations on non-final code. That's kind of their. I mean, I think a lot of it is like it's a fear of being, being blacklisted, right, of, losing access to. This, uh, yeah, other, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I feel like a lot of people, a lot of game journalists, are in this sort of tricky position um, where. Because they are only able to do their jobs if the industry allows them to do their jobs. Oh, um, yeah, it's it's extremely fucked up. Um, so it's it's one of those situations where it's like, okay, like if we do this early review of Crackdown Three and we say, wow, this game looks like shit, don't buy it. Like, what's going to happen to us if if the game if Microsoft then goes, okay, we're not giving you any more of our games? I'm not even saying. It looks like shit. Don't buy it. 
I'm saying give an honest assessment of what you see right now. Yeah. And that's and take it or leave it. Because the watching watching those two guys just, <laughs> it was sad, yeah. I'd be like, yo, this looks terrible. I mean, one guy like, was like fun, but this looks terrible. One guy was like, Yeah, I mean, you know, it it really reminds me of crackdown one. Well, yeah, that was his that was his re- that was like, yeah, this looks like shit. But I'm saying like that's but that's what you're gonna get. Like I said, you're not gonna you're not gonna see them like just call a spade a spade, but they're also not going to be like overly enthusiastic about it either. You know what I mean? Yo, it, it's so, it's so sad, man. <laughs> it's so sad. Like things really do need to change, man. Yeah. That's why I couldn't be a journalist. I don't have access to absolutely nothing. I'm like, yo, this looks terrible. Yeah. Be a, you would be black Jim Sterling. You just, you yeah, just review like, shit when everybody else get it and complain about triple A games. And shit. <laughs> yeah, it would, I, yeah, I can see that. Because I just feel like, yo, this looks terrible, yo. I mean, it may be fun, but this looks like this was in development for a year and a half. <laughs> Not six. Like, if it wasn't in development for as long as it was, I might give it a pass. Nah, man. Mm, that's mm. unacceptable. Oh. And, and again, and again, I didn't even see... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see why. That's the other thing. I like. I know it was in the beginning of the game, but you have to show something. You have to show the reason why this game has taken forever to come out, and they didn't show shit. I mean, the fact, the fact that the fact that there's been a relative low amount of coverage around Crackdown should tell you everything you need to mm-hmm. know about yeah, that yeah, game. That's sad. It's fucking out. It's, so. It seems yeah. like a, a lot of people are taking the well, rather than saying anything negative about it and risking getting blacklisted, anything. we're just not going to say anything. <laughs> like, yeah. Crack we're just, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Jay, uh, Jay, the uh, owner and proprietor of all this, the guy that makes this happen, he has a uh, he he has a quote, and I'm quoting Jay: "You don't call double dribble on a retarded." <laughs> <laughs> So that's 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 crackdown. That's the review for crackdown. Uh, if oh, we Jesus were, Christ. if if we uh, if we were rude as shit, that would be a strong <laughs> show title contender. We are not that rude. Um, Metro Exodus is also coming out on Friday this week. Uh, so is Jump Force, and so is Far Cry New Dawn. Oh, I played the wow. I played the beta for Jump Force. It's, oh, it's, it's one of those um, Naruto fighting type games. So it's kind of like... It's an anime yeah. fighter. It's the yeah. ultimate anime fighter because you got your JoJo's, you got your Naruto's, you got your One Pieces, I mean, you got your My Hero Academia's. There's a couple different like anime fighters. Like anime, like when I hear anime fighter, I think Arc System works. Yeah, no, know, that's fair. That's probably the best. Thing. This, yeah, is like, this, this is, is the... Um, this is Bandai, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's, it's like an arena fighter, basically. Yeah, that kind of fighter. I um, uh, what do you what say you? I don't like the, I don't like when anime characters are translated in three dimensions. What say you? I think it depends entirely on how they do it. If they decide to do it cell shaded, um, yeah, or if they the, I, if they take like a real hard stylized look at it, like the JoJo fighters do. Then yeah, it can work. I love the way the JoJo fighters look because they end up looking because uh, JoJo has just like that real heavy line style to it. So when they apply that real heavy line style to a three dimensional character, 
it ends up working out pretty well. Um, and they have all of the little flourishes and whatnot that make it look more like the anime. I really way. don't like how Jump Force. Yeah, looks. I don't like this. I don't like the way it looks at all. I, I, I don't think they did it well. I think it looks really weird. Slash, like it, it's strange. It's, yeah, it, like it, it, it looks like it looks the, like, it it looks like look. the movie Pixels. Like basically, <laughs> yeah, like they as soon as the Naruto style. Yeah, I all of the rest of the characters would have been fine. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't really know. What could have been done? Like they probably should have done it fully cell shaded. I guess they wanted to go for like a grittier look about it, but of course it's fucking Yami Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh out here trying to throw down with Luffy for One Piece. It's not that serious, guys. Um, you, you didn't need to take this like gritty, realistic approach to it. So I really don't care for the art style. I don't really play fighters anyway, so it's not like I was gonna get it. Um, I'm literally only interested in like what characters made the final lineup. <clears throat> it it reminds me of like an anime version of Clay Fighter. You remember that game? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I played that. I yeah, I used to play it. Like Clay Fighter sixty six and a half. Sixty is sixty three and sixty three and a third or something like that. Yeah, was, some the, dumb shit. was what it was called. It came out on the yeah. Nintendo sixty four. So yeah. You know what I'm real mad about is the fact that there's like six fucking Dragon Ball characters and one My Hero Academia character. That's what I'm mad about. Dragon Ball's already got their fighting oh, game. You really need to put they, fucking six... They they know where their bread is buttered. Yeah. <laughs> they know where yeah. their bread is buttered. My Hero Academia ain't raking in a hundred million dollars in the movie box office. <laughs> Not yet, but like it, that movie did real well when it came out last year. Like mm -hmm. it hasn't had 35 years worth of, worth of history to build up to that. But like My Hero Academia is, you know, one of the top three, you know, currently top grossing anime and manga series out there. So I guess I'm a little surprised that they only put Izuku in there. But let me whatever. ask you this. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Do black nerds who wear Jenko jeans like mm -hmm. My Hero Academia? You bet your sweet ass they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the well, new we'll one. It, well, then give it time. It'll yeah. So a couple quick hit headlines to hit you guys with before we uh, get to the top of the week. Uh, there's a sports red Xbox One controller coming on March 5th. Uh, Metro Exodus and Anthem are both getting their own Xbox One bundles that are releasing, uh, coinciding with the release of the games. Uh, Microsoft Studios has been rechristened as Xbox Game Studios. And Red Dead Redemption 2 has moved 23 million copies to retailers in just, what, four, three and a half months, basically? Well, good for Yeehaw Skyrim. That is, and, and again, that's that's just copies shipped. That doesn't right, that's include not copies digital sold. sales. That doesn't include digital sales at all. So uh, I haven't heard anybody talking about that game anymore. Honestly. I mean, it, online's in beta. You know, it's going to be in a state it's of flux. Still in beta. It's, of yeah, course, it's going to be in beta for a year and a half. Um, just like just like GTA did. GTA Five wasn't in beta. Oh, but it was. It was in. It was in beta for like a year before. They, yeah. they were like, "It's it's out now, guys." Yeah. Quote unquote. Beta. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Early they, access. So, like, so, like I said, their 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 terminology just means shit's gonna be broken. But this is basically yeah. what the final final results. Yeah, I, heard for, I heard that the online isn't all that great. No, it's not. Like, uh, again, what the fuck are you gonna do? Continued good sales of GTA Five would indicate that might be the case again no. my first my question way back before the game came out what the fuck are you going to do online beside ride horses and, and rob trains 
Yeehaw uh, Skyrim. And, and you know, black characters. That's what you do. And women, apparently. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah, and women. No thanks, I'll pass. I probably will never play that game. No, I won't either. Neither will I. Yeah, Mike, I Mike, Mike will be the only Dense Pixels representative to uh, to play Red Dead Redemption 2. And that's sad yeah. because I love the first one so much. Like, mm. I really did. But this one, just... just, just <laughs> no. No. Nope. No thanks. Um, <clears throat> that red Xbox controller... It's a really good-looking controller. Really? I don't like red consoles or, or accessories. I mean, like, all my sports teams are red. It's <laughs> sort of my brand. Never I think mind, that's... A, never mind the white and the blue? Eh, I mean... I mean, pro- I mean red's, red's the dominant color yeah. on all of them, so... Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's a really slick-looking controller. It's too bad I have no use for a second Xbox One controller. Mm-hmm. I use the only one that I have for my PC game. I'm, I'm honestly shocked you have use for a for a first Xbox One controller. Yeah, no, I <laughs> literally, literally, I just use this to play PC games. Sometimes, I mean, that, like, I mean, that's what that's what Microsoft apparently wants you to do. So, so you're you're staying. Yeah, right. So maybe when this one breaks, if it ever does break, um, because I try to take good care of my shit. I've had this for several years now. If that ever breaks, I'd maybe consider replacing it with a red one. Mm, yeah. There you go. So before we get to our topics of the week, uh, just a bit of housekeeping. Don't forget to go to youtube.com slash dense pixels. Click the red subscribe button while you're there and ring the bell icon. You will see every time we post this podcast in video form, uh, anytime we do Let's Plays or any other video content for Dense Pixels, you can find it at youtube.com slash dense pixels. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the premium network for TNP Studios. It's just $5 a month or $50 for the entire year. And that gets you access to our premium slate of shows, including the Look Forward Political Podcast, The Men with the Golden Tongues, No Time to Bleed, and I'm assuming coming back eventually at some point, the airing of grievances. Uh, once Micah <laughs> yeah, is yeah. on more stable fatherly ground, One and then of course, and then of course, uh, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and Black and Black Cinema and the Nerpocalypse and Coming Distractions on whatever podcatcher you use, including Spotify. So uh, we have all brought topics to the show this week. Um, Micah, would you like to start with yours? Because I know that I also have my uh, my loins girded to discuss this topic. Well. <sighs> Pennsylvania is uh, at it again. They uh, gave us Schittsburg and Philadelphia. <laughs> and, um, you know, no matter how many Will Smiths or Black Thoughts come out of Pennsylvania, it will never, ever, ever be uh, it, uh, uh, the state that it wishes it could be. Um, Pennsylvania is now trying to slap a 10% tax on violent video games uh, because some prick named Representative uh, Christopher Quinn uh, submitted House Bill 109, and he says that, that he wants to tax this because video games are the source of of um, uh, school shootings and and this money from this tax would go into uh, our pockets. I mean, into the the uh, safety in schools, right? Like he he wants to essentially create a sin tax. That's basically or, what it is. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: they're they're like we're going to put it on. M-rated games. 
And that's also assuming that all M-rated games are M-rated solely because of violence, right. which is fundamentally incorrect to begin with. Um, yeah, every part of this is stupid, and it just shows that these guys have a lot of really outdated opinions about video games and violence in video games. And I mean, these guys are the bill. The bill is claiming that video games lead to real world violence, which is completely fucking untrue. Have we not done several studies that said that's not true? Yeah, I mean, literally like multiple studies. I did a study my senior year of college. It was like my keystone project was examining the (laughs) impact of violent video games or video games in general on whether or not people were more prone to real world violence or, or violent thoughts and whatnot. And there's not even like, there's not even really a correlation. Like there's a correlation in the fact that Violent video games sell millions and millions of copies, and people who commit real-world acts of violence maybe play these video games. Yes, that's true, but that's also like saying, okay, people who commit real-world acts of violence had a banana for breakfast that morning. Like, there's there's so many people out there who play the games, millions, literally millions, hundreds of millions of so-called violent video games are on the market, and... You know, it's it's such an insignificant thing to to say about someone like, okay, cool. This person played violent video games and committed a murder. But like a hundred million other people also played that game. Yeah, it's serial. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Like he also has brown hair. Like, right. Um, I I think this is um, I, I don't I don't believe this person when he says that, oh, well, I don't think he's genuine in his, um, in, in his reasoning for this, this tax, right? That he truly believes that video games are the, uh, harbinger of death when it comes to schools and, 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 um, that, that this, this tax would go to creating safer schools. I just don't, I don't buy it. Also, why are we continuing to treat the symptom and not the fucking disease? Yeah, man. Like I said, if you want to stop school shootings from happening, maybe take away the operational part of that term, perhaps. Mm -hmm. And it's not school. Mm. (laughs) FYI, that you need to get rid of. Fucking concept. I know. It boggles the mind. When I saw this story, I'm just like, are we really doing this again? again? Like, are we really going down this road? And now to be clear, there's no, this bill's probably not going to pass. It does have bipartisan support apparently. Um, but I, I, but the ESA is also a really powerful lobby. So I don't expect, you know, a bill like this to make it through. Plus, even if it did pass, they they probably get sued. It would probably go, you know, through the court system and it would probably get overturned on free speech rights because that's typically what happens to this stuff. Um, so I'm not saying the bill is going to happen, but it's just a lot. Why do we continue just fucking going in circles with this shit all the time? Like how many studies? I mean, uh, from the party that can't believe in climate change, you know, I'm not s- super shocked. Like, how many how many studies can be done before we're like, hey, not direct causation of uh, of of these events happening. And not even a remote correlation. No, it's just, it's, it's so fucking stupid. It's, it's it's one of those things where it's like, 
at least in the study that like I participated in, it seems that like it's not so much violence that gets people like heated about stuff. It's competition. So like people can be playing fucking NBA 2K and get fucking heated and like angry about it. But like that's that's a game rated E for everyone. Like if you you lose enough games of rock, paper, scissors in a row, you're gonna want to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it it has nothing to do with violent representation. Like, is there something to be said about the proliferation of violence in American mainstream media, not just video games, but on television and in films and, and so on and so forth? Yeah, I think there's a discussion to be had about the fact that American society at large has very much normalized violence. Yeah. Um, but Taxing violent video games or targeting violent video games is not anywhere near the solution to that problem. So yeah, I think that's going to do Stop nothing. Buying them? No. No. It like- brings us. Uh, it brings us one step closer to the world in which equilibrium was set. <laughs> 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 if you want the Pennsylvania is single-handedly trying to turn the world into equilibrium, a drab, bland sci-fi movie with some pretty good gunfights. Well, yes, over the years, yeah. <laughs> when, I, when that movie first came out, it was amazing. Now you just look at it like, huh? What? The, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what is this? Uh, we got yeah, like the Matrix guys. Done. pretty much yeah i lived in pennsylvania for the better part of a year and um that state confuses the shit out of me (laughs) i lived in york and um i don't understand why all these people north of the mason dixon line have confederate flags in their front yards because they're dumb yo i don't understand that at all they really are. Sorry, all you Philly fans, all you Philly listeners. Look, no fuck Philly. The only the <laughs> only thing good about Philly is gritty. End of story. Gritty <laughs> is the only good thing anything in Pennsylvania has had to offer for the last fifty years. So, Pennsylvania, get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this it, apparently this guy introduced this bill last year as well, and it didn't make it out of committee. So, I would oh, yeah. expect the uh, same why even bother. What's his fucking problem? I Especially mean, because there's legal precedent. You know he probably I mean? got like, his ass kicked at fucking Mortal Kombat when he was a kid, and he's still <laughs> bitchy about it. <laughs> so uh, I think I think me and Terrence are, or I think Terrence is piggybacking off me because uh, I want to talk about Apex Legends okay. and Apex Legends. I, I agree with what Terrence said last week. It's legit. It is yeah. like super legit. Like I don't play battle yeah. royale games. I don't like Fortnite now. Something, something. I don't remember where I heard this, um, but this made a lot of sense to me when I heard it last week. Is that so? The reason why Fortnite's popular, and the reason why most of us at this table don't like it. I, I don't think any of us really. I mean, Terrence, you're the only one that's really played it at any length. I think. Yeah, I played um, several hours of it, and I just can't. Like, my brain doesn't function right for that. <laughs> well, and there, I and, can't build and shoot reason, at the same time. Well, there's a reason why. So, so Fortnite's tar- like, like key demographic is I think like 13 to like 25 basically. And the reason why is because this is a generation of people 
that had been raised and had been playing Minecraft for a decade. So yeah, like building Minecraft twice, no problem for them. That's why Fortnite, they can get into it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Building this is easy. Like we, we do this shit all the time. Like, like watch it, watch an eight year old. Who's like, who's like very prolific in Minecraft, like build shit. Like it's like, he's not even thinking about it. He's just doing it. That's how good they are. The shit. That's why they can play Fortnite. So I think apex legends, the first barrier it crosses is it's more accessible to people that are like 25 years of age and older because you're taking out the building mechanic. It also sidestepped the thing that kept Call of Duty from like blowing up, and that is the cost of entry. Right. Apex it's Legends free. is free. You don't pay $60 to play it. So it's it looked much more appealing to me. Um, I've played a fair amount of games so far, and it's just it's really fucking fun. Like, like I don't know what it is. I don't know like what the secret sauce is that they've tapped into to make the gameplay really solid, but it's just really fucking fun and satisfying to play. Did you play Titanfall at all? I did not. That's the other thing, too. I've, I've talked to so many people that have not played Titanfall that have really fucking enjoyed Apex Legends. They would have enjoyed Titanfall. Like, the problem <laughs> is, like, no one played Titanfall. But, like, this is basically Titanfall without the wall running and and the, the Titans. Like, it's the same gameplay. So if you like this, I don't see why you wouldn't like Titanfall. Um... It's look, I've played this more than anything else in the last week. Like I've put like I have level 35. I've got several Lord. kills with, <laughs> with with all of the characters. Um I've won maybe seven or eight games. It's not easy <laughs> to come in first place. Um it's right now it's it well it's my it like I don't do battle royale games, but this is the to me, this is the best battle royale game that's ever come out. Like so, I know people love Fortnite and all that other stuff, but like this fundamentally, like all of the things that they like, we I've won two games without talking to my teammates because oh, that, the ping that system is amazing. The ping system needs to be in every fucking game. Yes. Every fucking game. This this is like the smartest fucking system that I've seen in quite some time in a video game. So basically, Michael, the way and Carrie, the way the ping system works is you have like a like a wheel that if you hold down the r1 button will we'll pull up and you can just direction to something and so like if you want to highlight a, a a gun on the map for a teammate that they might want you ping it if, if you see it if you spot an enemy from far away and you want to make sure the rest of your team sees it you ping it if, if like you want your team to group up at a certain point on the map and you guys are kind of spread out you ping it it shows up on the map like it's super easy to just fucking like lay down waypoints for people really really simply and quickly and like Taryn said, like you can communicate effectively in this game without having to talk if you don't want to, because this ping system is so well designed. Yeah, I don't know how anyone never thought of this beforehand. I it's mean, I, I guess in this genre, it like kind of necessitates it, but it's it's genius. So really. it's a it's a team shooter, but it's a battle royale game. Also, it's a squad based battle royale game. So you so you play in a squad of three, and if you're if you're going in by yourself, you just get match made with randos. But it's also like Overwatch because you have there's eight unique characters that you can use in the game as well that have specific special abilities that you kind of have to mesh with your team. Um, and, and they're all relatively balanced. Like I haven't seen any characters that and I think, Terrence, you said this last week, too. There's no characters that are like heads and tails better no, no, than everybody else. Like they all have their use and they're all they're all useful. Um, and that helps the game as well because, like I said, it kind of it lets you experiment. You find a, you know one or two mains like you do in Overwatch, and you just kind of use those characters over and over again. Um, I had a fun moment. I'll, I'll tell you a fun anecdote, and Terrence will laugh. So 
we were down, we were playing a match, and it was down to three squads. And all the squads were in the same, like, general vicinity on yeah, the back. My that, team was doing... Super fucking tense. Yeah. God damn it. I don't, we, I don't we, like this. We were doing pretty well. So I was using Gibraltar. And Gibraltar's, like, the defense character. He, his He's special ability... <laughs> yeah. His special abilities, he has That's a... something else I want to talk about. Well, go ahead. Yeah. He has a Titan, like a Titan bubble, Micah, that he can put over his head for 15 seconds that protects you from, from getting shot, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then his ultra, like his super, is he can call like you throw down a beacon, and the area that you throw the beacon in gets like airstriked. So I was being sniped um, from far away. So I put my bubble up and I noticed I was like, oh, I got my ultimate. This is gonna be great. I see the guys over there. I'm gonna throw my beacon, they're gonna get airstriked, and we're gonna fucking win this game. Did you throw it inside the bubble? I threw it inside the bubble. <laughs> and so apparently the, the bubble not only prevents shots from coming in, you can't it also yeah. prevents shots from being <laughs> 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 and I basically wiped my team with an orbit. <laughs> you just threw that shit in the bubble. Because yeah, when, when I first because I've used them several times. And I'm like, yo, these people can't shoot in, but like my bullets are still bouncing off of my fucking own. I'm like, God damn it. Dude, I wish I was streaming because my reaction was fucking like, like I threw it. I was like, what? It, no! no! <laughs> you can't. I don't, can, the, can the airstrike hurt your teammates? Yes. Your yeah, it, can, it absolutely is, has friendly fire associated oh. with it. I wiped my whole team out. And the airstrike can go through your bubble? Oh, no. The bubble disappears after 15 seconds. So I called yeah. the airstrike oh, in shit. and the bubble <laughs> went away. And I was like, oh, now I'm going to die. Did you have a mic on? Uh, I did not at the time. Oh, I'm glad I didn't because my teammates probably would have been fucking cursing me out. But <laughs> it just, but like, it just does a lot of like. It's it's not like it's doing anything wholly original in the battle royale genre. Like the loot is color coded, so you can easily see what's the best stuff. Like that's that's in every battle royale game. But like having like when you when you highlight a scope, like it tells you like Micah, they have little highlights that are like the Borderlands prompts basically when you get near a weapon. And yeah. it tells you right there, like, this is better than what you have equipped, or this is not as good as what you have equipped. So you don't have to sit there and fucking figure it out. Like, you can just be like, okay, this is better. I'm going to equip it. Like, it's super easy. Um, the, the revive system is a nice added twist to the Battle Royale genre. Normally in a Battle Royale game, once you're dead, you're dead. <clears throat> in this game, you have a chance. It's, it's not easy to do, but you have a chance to revive fallen teammates. Um, if possible, to kind right. of keep you in the match. What happens is if you get dropped, you get dropped, and you if you have a if you have a um, knockdown shield, you can put that up and protect yourself from some more damage. But if you get completely taken out, your box of equipment stays there, and your teammates can run up and pick the box up or picks up like a little beacon, and there are these little whatever you want to call them. I don't know if they're called like I don't know what they're called, but whatever <laughs> they're, they're they're little around the the map, and if you run to one, you can call your teammates back into the game. Now the thing is, once you call them back in, they don't have anything that they died with because it's in the box. Um, but yeah, like you can sit there and if you die, you still have a chance, which is pretty dope. Hmm. Um, it's <laughs> it's super fun. Um, like again, I've put a ton of hours into it. I've been watching t- Twitch streams, and like they're all playing on PC, and these are people that get that do nothing but play like first person shooters, and it makes me sad. Sad. They're <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. It's obnoxious. But um, but I wanted to talk about the characters themselves. Like, uh, <clears throat> there are eight characters. I think they may have done this on purpose. There are no like straight white men like that you can definitely tell. It's like there's no like white guy soldier in the game. 
like the woman, the the, the black chick, she's the soldier. Um, you have the, oh, the white woman, she's <laughs> she's the one that she teleports all over the fucking place. You have the gay Samoan, <laughs> whatever you want to call him. Uh, he um, looks like Ethan Hunter from Street Fighter. Yeah, movie. kind of like that. You <laughs> have the, the, the tracker, he's completely covered, so you don't know what he is, but he has like a foreign accent. Um there's a robot, like a there's giant. A ro- there's a robot. There's a guy. He's I my favorite character is Mirage because he's got the little, he's got the decoy that really, really works. I fixed like it tells you how many people have been, it says bamboozled. How many people have been bamboozled by your Mirage? It's like 300 people. It's ridiculous. So you bought Mirage, eh? No, I didn't buy him. I unlocked him. Oh, through oh through yeah. okay. So you, you, bought, you bought him with game with once game. you hit level 23, you can unlock a character. Oh no shit, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. As long as you don't use it for anything else. Yo, those Mirage, I'm looking at, I'm sorry, I'm looking at a video of it. And it's just like, he turns into multiple man, and you just gotta figure out which one. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's cool, his yo. ultimate, but like his regular one, where you can just throw a Mirage out, and he'll be running across the battlefield, and but you can run the other way. <laughs> I've caught so many people off guard with that. Um, but he looks like he's like, he sounds like a white dude, but he's like Hispanic. And then the other caustic, he may be like the the, the white guy. He looks like he's white. But he's got a mask on, so you really can't tell. And I'm like, did they do that on purpose? Like, I feel like they did that on purpose. Yeah, why not? Because, yeah, it was, it's pretty cool. Because sometimes we get tired of seeing y'all. Right. I'm surprised that there's a black woman <laughs> in, in, in this that's like the default character. Like, because she's yeah, the soldier. She, she's the soldier. And she, again, she, once she gets shot at, she starts, she gets double time and starts flying. I'm like, again, that's a little racist, but it's fine. Oh, the flash trips muscles. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. Like, so, like when she takes damage, like she is so fucking fast. It's crazy. It's 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 man. I, I really so, like well Johnny. So Johnny had asked in the post office, and and I'll tease it here. He asked, like, is this gonna be a flash in the pan or does this have real staying power? And that would have been my question. Well, but I, I have to admit that when I first heard about it, when we were talking about it last week, even with you talking about it, Terrence, I, I, I admit that I was like Oh, it's just another fucking battle royale game, Flash yeah. in the Pan. Um, after playing it for a week and getting to experience it, and and not only not only playing it, watching the reaction around the community as well. It's like like a lot of like Destiny streamers that I follow have been streaming the shit out of this and making videos around like strategies for this in the past mm-hmm. week. And I don't think they're doing it just because it's the hot thing. I'm sure it's part of the reason because they're going to get clicks and views and stuff like that yeah. from it. But they like when you listen to talk about it, like they sound genuinely like excited to be playing this and are really having a good time. And I think that if, if uh respawn plays their cards, right. And if they support the game in a fashion that gets people to continue coming back on, they have good events. Um, they have good, like things to chase. That, that's the only thing that I will say is that the, the carrot, like the stuff to chase down, like the different skins you can buy and stuff like that or whatever. I mean, it's good. It's good. It's good that it's all cosmetic stuff, but they're not really like, Oh, I gotta get this. Like, I haven't seen anything so far that like, has made me salivate that, that like like you know it's good when like you see something you're like do i want to spend real money on that i've seen know. a couple of things that i'm like yeah uh, so far i've seen there's some costumes like epic costumes or uh, legendary costumes I'm okay like, mm, i kind of want that because when you when you're in first place your banners show up all over that's the fucking true. battlefield and that's fucking dope <laughs> yeah i would i wouldn't i wouldn't i would oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you'll be running around and you'll see your team you'll that. see your team's banners just like strewn about and like yeah i mean you're but then you might be targeted but yeah. uh yeah it's my thing is it's free again it's free so it's you don't you don't have to pay any money for anything you can play for a thousand of hours to unlock a lot of stuff 
Um, the gameplay is about as tight as you can get for a first person shooter. Like you just, it's, yeah, it's, it's it just feels it's good. Just, oh, yeah. and by and by the way, no fall damage. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other thing you can jump out of. Like well, when you when you take when you actually drop down, you drop down into squads, which is another cool thing. There's a there's a there's a um jump master in the beginning, which I said last week. Some people don't want to be the jump master because they don't know where to jump down to. But uh, the game actually tells you, like, if you play enough, you know where the high tier loot is, so you can jump down into those areas. But those are also the flashpoints early yeah. on. Yeah. Well, there, yeah. There's always one flashpoint where that's like the hot area where you will find like at least like a gold something. But like there are other high tier areas. Like they're just they're just high tier loot areas, regardless of whatever game you're playing. But if you jump down, you might see three or four other team teams going there. If you jump down and you land and you have no weapon, yeah, you're just gonna be swinging at each other for like thirty seconds until you find a weapon. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying. Like if you're playing. Uh, if you play, if you're playing later, yeah, I'll jump on with you. But it's, I don't know. The the, the staying power again, it's going to have to be with events. Um, well, uh, well, but like I said, I I think because of the the reasons I outlined when I first started talking about it, because they because it's more accessible to like the older crowd. And I say older, like 25 is old, but like the old, <laughs> because it's more accessible to the older crowd, and because you don't have to pay that cost of entry, and because it's not convoluted as fuck like PUBG is. Yeah. I, I, I think that it has a real chance. Like, I, I think this could be like the number two to Fortnite. Yeah. Like, I truly believe that. No, I think it might. Yeah, it's already the number two right now. <laughs> like, but, but, but I think, but I think, I it, think it, it might that stay way. there. I, think it I stay mean, last week the average viewership for 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 this game was like three three hundred thousand every night, every day. Well, like but plus you're gonna you're gonna get the Overwatch effect on this too because you're gonna get new characters releasing yeah. every couple of months. You know what I mean? Like, and that, and that's like, that's gonna, that, like, those new characters, people are into this game. And like, like Terrence said, you can unlock a character once you get to like a certain level, but you can also just buy them for, I think, $12. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it, they're like, like, uh, like with the money, though, that particular thing, I, I think they're to unlock those, uh, it's like eight, eight bucks. Eight bucks? I thought yeah, it was something 12. like that. It's not okay. it's because if you, if you, it's nine ninety nine for like the, to get a thousand or something like that, mm. but they're 1200 a piece. But if you pay the 20 bucks, you can unlock them with like 17 bucks. Oh yeah. And that's why they price it <clears> yeah. that way as well. So, so, so that, you know, people like, well, if I gotta spend, if I gotta get two tens, I might as well get a 20. Like yeah, no 26 is 12,000 per character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. So I figured, like at level forty six, I'll be able to unlock the second one if if I just don't pay the twenty bucks that I was. I'm I, I'm actually willing to pay money for this. Put money into this. That's how much I like it. Got me <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, y'all uh-huh. kind of got me hyped for this. I'm just that's what I'm saying. Like like they're gonna re- they're probably gonna release a new character like every month or two. I could see that like easily every month or two. It, people that are into this game, they're going to buy it. Like it's not a question. Like people, people that are into Apex Legends are going to buy it without thinking about it. Like it's gonna fucking happen. They're gonna get a nice cash injection, a nice shot in the arm, uh, once a month for this stuff. That's really fucking smart. And like I said, if they can also add, and I'm not trying to give them ideas, but like if they start doing like the battle pass, you know, model like Fortnite does, and like a lot of other games seem to want to adopt. Yeah, this could be lucrative for EA, and and as we know, if we want EA to support a game, it's got to make them money. Because you want to know the funniest thing that I've that that I learned about this game, and I didn't hear I didn't hear the reasoning why they didn't say anything about it. They just released it. The producers of the game were basically like, "Yeah, we didn't say anything because we're under EA, 
Um, it's not Titanfall 3. <laughs> it's a free-to-play game, so there's going to be microtransactions. Like, no, fuck all that. Right? We're they were basically, they were basically like, we know what the reaction's <laughs> like, going to be. They were like, we yeah, we know what it. it's going. We know, we know what it is. So we're just going to release wow. it, and you're just going to play it. That's exactly wow. that was their reasoning for not telling anyone about it. And I'm like, that's fucking genius. It's genius. It's also fucked up. It's like <laughs> it's like you're so embarrassed by your fucking dad. You know he's just gonna walk around. He's gonna answer the door in his tidy whities, and you just don't want to be like, all right, all right. It's like it's like the kids who are suing their parents because they didn't get them vaccinated. It's like, yo, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, God damn, that's Mike, so you that's should, sad. Mike, you should check it out. You will be bad at it, but you should I still have, check it out. It's free. I have I have downloaded it. Um, do you get to pick any? You have to pick one person to stick with it before you can unlock other characters. No, you have, you have six characters to unlock from the start. It's like Overwatch, but like as you're loading into the match, each player on the team picks a character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you, and, and so, and but you can't use the same character twice. So, like, like whatever your teammates pick, you can't pick that character. Yeah, it's like you. It's, it's it's a timer. So the first whoever goes first, they get to pick. Then the second person gets to pick, and the third person gets to pick. Um, unfortunately, okay. so if there's a character that you wanted to use and you're not the first person, and they pick them, well, you got to pick somebody else. Okay. All right. Well, I downloaded it. I'm gonna try and get it on tonight. Uh, once we're we're done, and see. Yeah, I'll jump on with you. Uh, so you'll be playing if you if you do get on, I'll jump on with you. So you'll have a person <laughs> that you know playing. Yeah, um, but um, like again, I've won most all of my games that I've won have been with randoms, and a lot of them I haven't spoken a word to them. Just that wow. fucking ping system, man, it's yeah. so great. So, Carrie, you've been very silently <laughs> waiting for years. Apparently, you have no questions about Apex Legends. So let us move on to your topic. Sure. Uh. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the trend we've seen over the last couple of years with the uh, retro throwback consoles. So the NES and SNES Classic and the PlayStation Classic and uh, whether or not we think that this trend will continue, whether or not we think this is a good thing or a bad thing, and uh, maybe what we would want to see next from any of these companies. So uh, I personally only want to see more stuff from Nintendo because I think Sony <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> I think Sony fucked it up about as hard as you can fuck it up. And I think the fact that they've already done a massive price drop on it goes to show that even they know that they fucked it up. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't get hyped for a, uh, uh, PS2 mini console. It depends on what games. I mean, I think that's ultimately games. I mean, the other thing is I have a modded PS2 in my basement, and I can burn whatever games that I want if I really want to play anything. <laughs> hey, um. So I, I actually have an interesting, or at least I think it's an interesting take on this. Okay. Uh, I fucking hate it. Really? I, hate it. I do, and that and that's, that's not interesting to me because I'm like I don't I don't play games. I don't play old games anymore. My reason for hating it is is different though because mm. I so I've looked at what Nintendo has done with this, and Nintendo without a doubt has been the most successful company so far in in making this a lucrative venture for them they have sold all the nes classics all the snes classics uh they're probably gonna do a fucking game boy classic at some point like like this that's is the happen. one that i would want would be a game boy classic but why the, well, there are a lot of good games on the game boy yeah, like, like, the sure, but at the same time like a game boy classic is just a game boy preloaded <laughs> <laughs> game boy but the reason that i hate it is because what has Nintendo 
not done since they've decided to start it's the doing virtual the console. retro. It's the virtual console. Yeah, fucking and that's, console. that's the one oh, thing that's oh. that's my sort of hang up with it is the fact that Nintendo no longer is really supporting virtual console stuff um, and is instead doing this. I feel like there's there's a place for these classic consoles. I feel like they are appealing a lot to people maybe a little bit older than I am. <laughs> Maybe a little bit older than you guys are. People who played the NES as kids when the NES first came out. And maybe didn't really keep... (laughs) Well, then you're old as shit, Terrence. Um, I was six years old when I got it. Yeah, I'm very old. And I don't want to play them old-ass games. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying is I feel like it's for a lot of people who maybe didn't play games, who don't play contemporary games or don't have time for contemporary games. And they grew up and they got married and they have kids and they don't really have time for that shit anymore. that maybe I feel like it's it's hitting like a nostalgia button for for a lot of these people. Um, I mean, I have I have friends, I have family members who um, like picked up the NES Classic when it came out because they were like, yeah, I had an NES when I was a kid and I liked these games, and then my NES broke, and you know I didn't really have time for the other consoles or I didn't have money for the other consoles, so I sort of stopped playing video games. But this is like childhood memories for me. Um, so how often do they use it? I don't know. I don't see them more than a couple times a year. But probably bought it with like, oh, now I know I don't play games anymore. Well, maybe that, (laughs) but um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Nintendo needs to maybe start putting stuff on the virtual console again. Um, But I mean, do you think like is it worth Sony trying again? Is it worth? um, I would be interested in seeing Sega do something with this. I mean, I know they have all of their like. Genesis collections and whatnot, but like, you know, give me like a Sega Saturn classic and I would maybe buy that because the Saturn had like six good games and I would pay maybe $35 to have all of them on a single <laughs> console. <laughs> I'm trying to think what games would I, because I had a Saturn. I'm trying to think what games would I want. Nights in the thing. Dreams, um, if, no. Lufia. I don't know what that is. Sonic CD, <laughs> um, so, Panzer Dragoon. Daytona Sonic USA. TV. Yes, Daytona USA. <laughs> Virtual Cop. Virtual Cop Fighter. Yeah. Die Hard. Was that, that that was a Die Hard game? It right? was it was on Saturn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. But then I I feel like if I played that tomorrow, I'd be like, nope. Click. Mm. <laughs> but I love that do you game. Think, it. Do you think that this was originally designed? This whole, you know, mini console thing was originally designed to kind of um reignite the lapsed video games fans interest in modern gaming by you know hey remember how much fun you had now hey we also sell the nintendo switch or do you think this is purely just a cash grab it's just a cash grab because if they they wanted to reignite people's interest in gaming they would have put virtual console on the switch because then you have to get a switch (laughs) no i mean i have to like hey while you're here play all these other games that we have on there so so, yeah, I guess we'll have to see. Um, I feel like they will have to slow down. They will run out of consoles to do well, retro versions of eventually. Funny funny you say that, because I think, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show before. I don't see how the fuck they can do a, a, a you know, mini Nintendo 64. I don't see how it's possible. <laughs> not, 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 only, not only from the game library standpoint, but if you're going to do that, you better put four controllers in that fucking box. And I just don't see that shit happening. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like some of their like 
some of the games that I remember being some of my favorite N64 titles, I don't think they would have the rights to do. There, there, there are so many classic N64 games, like everything developed by Rare, that they, yeah. wouldn't, they, they wouldn't be able to do. <laughs> nope. The wrestling games, nope, sorry. Thanks, yeah. see you later. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest. Nope, can't, can't use him anymore. Nope. Can't, so. can't do that. So, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Like, what are you going to have on there? Mario, Mario 64, Pilot Wings, Mario Kart, Donkey Kong. Both Zeldas. Yeah. Harvest Moon. Probably, because you got to get something. Yeah. I, I just wouldn't want the the mini N64 just because of that Fisher Price, like my first Sibian control. <laughs> like, 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 yo, that thing was terrible, man. <laughs> I got five of them in my basement right now. Yeah, I bet you do. Look, <laughs> look I got I, an N64 for Christmas, man. I mean, if you if you have five of them, I can argue that at least four of them can need are just there for home defense purposes. Like if someone comes <laughs> around, you swing them around because then you have like a fucking <laughs> lethal weapon in your hands. Yeah, you throw a wave, brother. Somebody knocked them straight the fuck out. <laughs> Yo, I got one of those too. Things are fucking heavy as shit. I use one of those contemporarily because <laughs> I use them for Smash Brothers. Uh, now, now, now we're causing me to want to move away from this topic. All right, well, that's fine. <laughs> we're done. We can I, move into the post office. The damn wave, wave bird controllers. Oh, fuck that controller. Don't ever come out with the fucking GameCube classics. First of all, it's an oxymoron. Secondly, I'd there, play there's it. There's no second. There's no need to come out with that console. Uh, before we before we visit the post office, don't forget to buy anything that you buy off Amazon, big or small, with our Amazon link. Densepixels.com slash Amazon. We pay the same low, or sorry, you pay the same low price. We get a small percentage of the sale. Uh, look, Jeff Bezos needs more money. He's about to be getting into some serious fight legally with the uh, National Enquirer. He's got a divorce that he's getting ready to go through. He needs your money. He doesn't have enough. <laughs> so again, densepixels.com slash Amazon uh, whenever you buy anything from Amazon.com. Mm. So, uh, taking a visit to the Dentsville's post office, I would like to start with Amir. As I wait for the page to load, I will leave you on suspense. Uh, what do you think PlayStation needs to change, keep doing, or update in order to keep their lead into the next generation as Microsoft seems to be big into streaming games, crossplay, and Game Pass? I don't think they need to do anything. I don't know why this is framed as though Microsoft is anywhere close to catching up because they're fucking not. Well, but um, here's, here's the thing, though. My, Microsoft is taking, they're making all the right moves right now to, to yeah. gear up for the next generation. And these things are cyclical. Sure. Like, like it would not surprise me at all if Microsoft uh, took, the, took the lead out of the clubhouse. Console-wise? Uh, console generation, yeah. With what? The Xbox 2. PC? Because <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the direction they're going in. I think PlayStation needs to keep having really good exclusives. Um, I think they need to change their controller because I don't like it. Um, I think they need to stop. I'm a big fan. They need to stop doing this shit where they just like put out a junior varsity version of whatever Nintendo came up with. Because like we got to admit, that's what they did with the handheld consoles. That's what they did with the fucking motion control shit. That's what they did with the retro throwback consoles. They just need to like, can they just like, if they're going to ape Nintendo, can they at least do a better job at it? I mean, yeah. I don't disagree with you on that, on that aspect for sure. Um, the so, other thing, um, according to, um, according to Brad's stepdad, Sean Layton, 
Um, because there was a there was a news story on uh, CNET. Um, he basically wants he you know they asked him about how you will adapt in this new era of like constant streaming and the internet age and games like you know free to pay free to play games you know is like how are you going to combat that and he said basically that he would he would make better single player video game experiences and not rush things out um to put quality over quantity that is that's his idea of what playstation needs to do to stay where they are they already do it (laughs) that's not a new idea that's just what they do all right um as the executive developer for playstation we have always had to set the high water mark to push technology further than anyone else um it's it's basically like a like a, a a fluff piece but yeah that's essentially he's saying you know we we need to do what we've been doing yeah, yeah. it's just but like I said I think one thing that Microsoft is doing that I I mean we we debate how smart it is but I do think that on some level it's going to be a much bigger deal in the next console generation is the subscription service side of things that they are that they are kind of uh in the forefront of now it's it's a huge trade-off <laughs> because you by doing that subscription service you are cutting off sales of your games and you have to hope that the subscription service makes up for that lost revenue and in fact gains you revenue over what you would have sold and i don't know if that's the right thing for sony to do because sony's games are generally really fucking good and you don't want to give those away for ten dollars a month when you can just you know sell them outright. Yeah, like I think you need a pr- subscription service when you have games like Crackdown and have been development six years coming out. <laughs> like I ain't, I'm not paying money for that. No. <laughs> and and see Den of Thieves or Sea of Thieves that bullshit that came out. <laughs> you well, still mad about one? Sea of Thieves, huh? Yeah, fuck that game. And what's the <laughs> other one that came out? Um, Forza Four. No, the 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 um, left not Left for Dead, the zombie game. Oh, the State of Decay. One. State of Decay two. It was, was fine. <clears throat> yeah, that came out and that looked marginally better than the first one. And the first one looked like shit, but I really liked it. It's not, well, look, look. That's why they have it because their games suck. You ain't they wrong. Did. Like if you have games like Spider Man coming out, like nah, you gonna pay sixty dollars. You gonna make people pay sixty dollars for that shit? Yeah, you gonna make I mean, people, you gonna make people pay for sixty dollars for God of War? That's so, the biggest thing that Sony has going for them currently is the yeah, fact that they have the the strength of their exclusives is what has propelled them to be the top company of this generation of consoles, um, and has kept them there. It's consistent quality releases um, that are either first party or otherwise exclusive. And so. look, not not to uh, not to ignore crossplay completely, but look, cross, cross people make too big a deal about crossplay. Crossplay will be there for the games that it needs to be there for. It's not going to be an industry wide thing. It's just gonna... yeah, you have plenty of people to play <laughs> against. Also, like if you can't play against your friend, I mean. One of y'all just gonna have to nut up and buy another console, <laughs> y'all. Like, I'm sorry. 
Like crossplay is not this. I love how people. Well, it's so good for the consumer. Like, what has a company really ever done anything that will help the consumer and hurt right. them? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I think the yeah. like almost the thing that people really want more than just like crossplay is the ability to have like the same cross progression. Is what you yeah, cross progression is is really the the bigger thing. Is like if you're playing a you know a online multiplayer games such as Fortnite or Apex or whatever, you know, people want to be able to, you know, even if they're not sharing servers across cross play, they at least want to be able to carry their progress from Xbox to PC <laughs> to Sony or whatever. And I think that's fair. I think if that's as far as, as cross play ends up going is cross progression, then I think people won't really have that much of a problem with it. I would agree. Uh, I'm going to read Randy's question verbatim um, oh good luck do you think the switch the switch <laughs> starting off like we red hot in the in the begging and then fizzled down i, I believe i believe ray is asking do we think the switch is going to be the Wii, uh where the Wii was the only oh, thing that mattered oh, yeah the only thing that mattered in the game industry for the first two years it was out and then fucking fell off a cliff and nobody gave a shit no, I don't. I, th- no. I think I, I don't think, think the Wii U. Platform. I don't think. Wait, oh, the Wii, the original Wii, Wii, the original, the original Wii, the original Wii. Yeah. Oh no, I, I think, think I think the Switch nearly is as red hot as the Wii. Well, well no, that's I. I think that's true as well. Yeah. I don't think it had quite the not even close. But I also don't think that I think the Switch is a better piece of hardware. Um, it's going to get better software support. And it's already had more consistent software support right. in terms of big actual games and not yeah. shovelware. <laughs> like right. I mean, that's the thing hour. is like the, the Wii appealed was the Wii was so red hot at the beginning because it had, you know, the I guess you would call it the killer app of Wii Sports, which appealed to people who don't <laughs> play video games. It was motion control. You didn't have to press any buttons really all you had to do was swing around the re- the Wiimote and that appealed to a ton of people yeah, they were buying those for old folks homes they were <laughs> they could play them you know and the thing is that's i feel like that's a credit to the design of the Wii was the fact that people were able to use it for physical therapy and all this other stuff but on the flip side of that because of the sort of the way in which it was designed it ended up with all of that shovelware um, and it died off super quickly within 18 months or so. People weren't really buying Wii's at the clip or anywhere close to the clip that they were selling to begin with. But with Switch sales, they've been consistent. And if anything, they've gotten better over the last almost two years now. Um, there have still been good games coming out at a pretty consistent pace. The Switch started with like three whole games. It, But one of those three whole games was Breath of the Wild, so that's a system seller. And then at the end of that first year, you had Mario Odyssey. And then last year, you had Mario Kart. And then Smash. And this year, I know we've got Animal Crossing. We've got the new core Pokemon title at the end of the year. Like, Nintendo's doing a good job at spacing out their big-time, like, instant seller no problem not even gonna have to really push this super hard (laughs) like all we have to do is be like there's a new pokemon game out and people will fucking buy it um i will anyway um so no i don't think i don't think the switch is in any danger of really fizzling out at this point at least not for the next year or so and i think there are people who may or may not be holding off for metroid prime 4 
I can't imagine. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that there are that many people who are like, oh, I'm waiting to get the Switch until Prime 4 comes out. But at that point, that is probably a late 2020 release um, at the earliest. So, I mean, we we already know they've got a solid roadmap. Um, I wish that roadmap would include a new Golden Sun, but we'll see. I mean, the, all you need to know about the Switch is that the Switch is going to kill the DS. And that's nothing to sneeze at like this is a console that's been the handheld console for 15 fucking years and it's going to die because the switch is that effective and Mm -hmm. i think that i think that's a perfect summation of the long-term prospects uh, of the nintendo switch uh malcolm asks how do we feel about every fighting game releasing information about their future (laughs) except for street fighter 5 uh, I feel the same way you feel about Velveteen Dream. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, sad. I, I actually am looking at it from a different perspective. And now, obviously, like you have different studios that are doing different stuff. But I think that Street Fighter V, no, it's no secret, did not perform well. And um, it's, had a, it's had a much stronger, like, you know, dovetail between all the extra content and fighters and stuff that they've released. But I don't think Street Fighter V is a priority for Capcom right now because Capcom's doing a lot of stuff really well. Yeah, doing a lot of stuff people like, and it's not Street Fighter. Right. Yeah. And Street Fighter is not <laughs> for that so I, I think that I, I would not be surprised. And the reason that I don't think that you've seen a like a season four fighters pass yet for Street Fighter V is because I would not be surprised if the Street Fighter development team, if, if Yoshio Ono and his team have kind of maybe took a step back, maybe looked at the drawing board and said, hey, okay, the 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 kind of the space around DLC in the gaming industry has changed quite a bit, even in the three years since we put out Street Fighter V and since that released. And I don't know if we can necessarily go on the same path, the same trajectory, you know, having these fighter passes, but then also selling $10 fucking stages and $5 costumes and That's all crazy. this other bullshit. So I think that they might be taking a step back to kind of reevaluate the most effective way to move forward with the games. I don't think you haven't heard the last of Street Fighter V, but I definitely think that the, they need to kind of be smarter about what they're doing. And Capcom requires that because, like I said, Capcom has been put a, putting a lot of good feet forward uh, since Resident Evil 7 came out. And it would be in their best interest to make sure that continues to be that way. But I might be giving, <laughs> I might be giving them way too much credit, too. Yeah, if Resident <laughs> Evil 7 is coming out with free DLC... Yeah, you're going to be paying $5 for fucking characters and $10 for stages on Street Fighter V. No. You mean Resident Evil 2? Resident Evil 2, yeah. <laughs> Free DLC. Next do month, you, I believe. Um, do you think that... So they introduced Kage. Uh, I forget how much Kage was. Uh, Micah, it's pronounced Kage, actually. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yo, that's so whack. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> they they uh, car guy. They released whatever. they released homosexual automobile <laughs> without without um, uh, any mention of it being included in any type of season four fighters pass or whatever. And then I, the rumor that I heard is that. They will continue. They are thinking of continuing to release characters just one at a time when they're done. Um, what do you think of that business model? Uh, it, it, I, I, for some reason, I just, I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice pop, right? Like when all of a sudden, 
uh car gay is 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 you know here's a trailer for and then oh yeah by the way you can buy him right now and then you would get like the insta buyers right the the people with no self-control uh which is usually me um (laughs) but what do you what do you think of that like do you think that is a step in the right direction i don't don't know i don't know because because like i just got done saying that you know when apex legends releases new characters you know once a month or once every two months that's gonna be an instant hit to their bottom line for some reason i don't feel like with street fighters the same way because i think that the people who are kind of i i think that for your hardcore fans sure because they're gonna buy the shit anyway it doesn't matter but for people that play it less hardcore you're not going to they're not going to get every character right away yeah. like it's a lot easier for them to say hey give me $30 for these six characters than it is to be like hey give me $8 for this one and then hope they're going to get it every single time yeah. I think yeah yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, it's, it's the different types of this it's the different types of games like this is a shooter that like fighting games is still niche as much as we love them they're still a niche title they're, they're still a niche uh, group of games and like not everybody plays those so if they sell like a million copies of a fighting game, that's kind of amazing. Like not for not more, for Street Fighters, not though. How many how many copies of Street they, Fighters? They sold it's, like it's, a shade under two, and that's not good for a Street Fighter. Yeah, Street Fighter. Well, yeah, I guess Street yeah. Fighter, but like any other fighting game, like well, Mortal Kombat isn't one of the other ones. That's that's gonna sell a ton of copies because like that's like the the mainstream fighter and Dragon Ball. I don't know how many game. I don't know how many copies that's sold. It sold a lot. It sold. It sold a lot. Like it yeah. sold a lot, a lot. But that's Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's that's Dragon Ball. Everyone loves Dragon Ball, so they just bought that and like, yeah, I like Dragon Ball. Whether they like fighting games or not, like they like those characters. But like for Street Fighter, like you can't release one at a time, you know, because they'd be like, I don't, I don't care enough about the game outside of the hardcore people. Like you said, like that. They're, they, for some reason, Street Fighter is still like the last game played at Evo. I'm like, come on, yo. Was it this year? It was, yeah. Yeah. That's purely, you know, that's a legacy. That's just a legacy like, no, nah, you know, like next year, Street Fighter Five should not be the fucking, the, the go-to for number one for Evo. Hey, we'll, we'll see. We'll I don't see know what's going to be coming out. I don't know how Dragon Ball Season 2 is going to work out with the other four characters coming, but Nah, yeah. <laughs> nah, Street Fighters. It's like, again, I sometimes like watching Street Fighter. Like, Dragon Ball is more fun to watch. It is. It's actually, yeah. It, it actually, and, everyone, and everyone loves Dragon Ball. Like, I don't see why that they couldn't. Except that one fucking them. guy in the fan group. Who? I don't know. I was talking shit earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find him. I'm going to call him out for this shit. So, uh, he didn't like Dragon Ball? You no. Know? Like, look, I don't know who they got there. I don't know who these characters are. We will, just uh, know. We will like wrap it game. up with, uh, with Gaston this week, who is bringing a discussion that started in the fan group, uh, densepixels.com slash fans, and we're bringing it onto the show. He wants to know which, which series, which story between the Kingdom Hearts franchise and the Metal Gear franchise is more needlessly complicated. I played... Um, the first two Kingdom Hearts, so I could not tell you. 
I'm going to say that Metal Gear is more needlessly complicated. I would say Kingdom Hearts is more complicated, but I would say Metal Gear is more needless than its complication. Uh, you know what? That's the right answer. Yo. You know what? I think Kingdom Hearts is complicated out of necessity. I think Kingdom Hearts, you, you have to examine Kingdom Hearts as what it was introduced as, which was a crossover between two incredibly complex entities, those being Disney and Final Fantasy. So you introduce all of these characters from all these different Final Fantasy games, and then you introduce all of these different worlds and all of these characters from all these different Disney movies, and you just, like, slam them together into a single video game, and you have to make some sort of sense out of that? <laughs> like, Kingdom Hearts is complicated out of pure necessity, because otherwise, like, what are you going to do with this fucking mess of a crossover? I mean, like, is it like, like... Is Organization 13 in, in Kingdom Hearts 1? No. Oh, what the fuck is going on with Organization 13? Dude, I couldn't even tell you because there's two of them. Like, I remember... What? All right, all right. Like, I remember I played and finished Kingdom Hearts uh, 1 and 2 uh, in for what feels like almost two decades ago. And I mean, it, it was literally has been, been two decades, <laughs> like seventeen years ago. So yeah, you're right. And and I I Kingdom Hearts one <clears throat> I could follow pretty pretty decently. Kingdom Hearts two went off the fucking rails. Yeah. And 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 couple that with all the different games, even the different numbering systems, like Kingdom Hearts negative B plus minus the square root of B squared minus four AC over two A. Like what the fuck? <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, what is what is the point? I just can't. Whereas with Metal Gear, the plot is bonkers, right? But the story is bad guys got a nuclear weapon, good guys gotta stop it. I mean, I feel like obviously if you if you boil down Can you boil Metal down Gear, Kingdom Hearts like that? You can boil down Kingdom Hearts into there's an imbalance between light and dark and oh, one guy. Oh. One guy thinks that uh, destroying all of the light in the world will help reset everything, and he's wrong. So it's Star Wars. Yeah. All right. It's Star Wars. Um, I, okay. I think Metal Gear, like, there's a lot of interesting themes in Metal Gear as far as uh, struggling with what it means to be a soldier and struggling with the legacy of a title and all this other stuff. And um, living up to expectations and all of these heavier themes and whatnot. But I feel like Kojima just doesn't really know how to write those sort of heavy themes in a way that makes any fucking sense. Um, <laughs> so you end up just sort of like bending over backwards, trying to figure out what he's trying to say. I mean, like I said, Metal Gear 4 continues to be the only game that I've ever seen that it introduced a new plot twist during the end credits and resolved it during the end credits. Yeah. I've never so, seen that happen in a game before, ever. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Kingdom Hearts is inherently more complicated, but it's more complicated by necessity of what that game is, whereas Metal Gear is needlessly complicated. I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair. Uh, that's yeah. a fair answer to that. Question. <laughs> nobody knows what the Lalelule Lo is. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say Lalelule Lo. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So that is uh, that is it for this episode. Like I said, you guys will have to give us uh, your feedback in the fan group, slash fans to let us know what you think about the formats. Um, <laughs> again, don't forget to follow us online. Uh, leave us five star review on iTunes. 
Uh, follow us on social media at Dense Pixels. Subscribe to the show wherever you get it. YouTube.com slash Dense Pixels. Subscribe there as well. And of course, follow us all on Twitch. Uh, really, you can just follow Carrie and, and Terrence on Twitch. Terrence is Apparition410. Uh, Carrie is Suppets Carrie. Uh, if you want to see me play stuff, it's going to be through the Dense Pixels YouTube channel. Uh, and Micah doesn't stream. Uh, if you want to see me play stuff, you'll have to catch me on one of their streams. That's right. <laughs> and really, and really, you won't be seeing Micah play. You'll be hearing Micah's voice over comms while yeah. we're playing. So, yeah. that's, that's how you do that. So, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, we will see you all next week. See ya. Thanks. Thanks.